Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Well, hello, and welcome to 2022. In case you've missed it, we're in a new year. We are now in season two of My Business Playbook, which feels crazy to me. I don't know. It feels so weird that we've been doing this for a year. I was speaking with Kim before the break, and she's like, it feels like we've been doing the podcast for like three years. And then at the same time, it feels like we've been doing it for like two seconds. So thank you so much for listening. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you as one of our listeners. Make sure that if you are wanting to hear from some incredible guests this year, you're wanting to level up with your business, you're wanting to hear stories of entrepreneurs and business owners who are really real, raw and honest. If you're wanting to hear that type of content in your ears every week, then make sure you hit subscribe. I would love it if you did that because it's always like, honestly, every single week, I'm like, how are we? This is amazing. Every every guest, I'm like, this feels like a one-on-one consult for me. So I know that you are going to find it so, so helpful and practical for you. And the goal for this podcast is really to, it's probably two things. The first is to give you a sense of, oh, okay, this is doable. Like me running my own business, this is actually doable. Hearing from people who run really incredible businesses, super successful businesses, and hearing that they had moments of imposter syndrome, they had moments of self-doubt, they had moments where they were like, oh my goodness, I have no money. They had these freakouts that we all have. And there's something so cool about hearing that. And so that's the first thing. I always want our interviews and each episode to feel really raw and honest and to give you a sense of, okay, cool, I've got this. If this person has freakouts, I'm all good, (laughs) you know? So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is every single guest has a zone of genius. Every guest is an expert in their particular field And so we want to also get some practical tips from them on their particular field, whether they're a copywriter, whether they've run ads, whether they are a business coach or an accountant, whatever it is, we want to give you something really actionable and practical so that you can not only just be inspired by their journey, but you can also take something away and action it into your business. So I really want to make sure that we're doing both of those things. So that sounds like your kind of party, then please hit subscribe and please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at lalasocialclub.co and let me know where you're listening from. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Let me know what you want to hear more of. I am all ears and I'm totally down to chat. So that's just a little bit of kind of the vibe of my business playbook for you. A little bit about me if you don't know me. My name is Laura Higgins. I run a marketing company called La La Social Club. We help people to cut through the noise with their marketing. So we do marketing strategy. We do uh, websites. We design and publish websites in three days. It's pretty incredible. And we also run a marketing course called My Marketing Playbook, which is a six-week program for creatives and business who really want to level up their marketing 
grow their business and attract their dream clients. So we do a lot of fun things. You're going to hear a lot more from me. You're going to hear a lot more from our incredible guests that we already have lined up for this year. I'm so excited. Now, today really is all about goal setting and probably not in the way that you would think. You know, like a lot of the time we we reach the new year and we're like, okay, goals, new year resolutions, all of those things. But my big thing you know, I love, you know, I'm a marketing strategist. I love strategy. I love thinking about, okay, how could we think about this problem creatively and how could we solve this problem and what is the best way for us to achieve the best outcome with minimal output? (laughs) Like, I'm kind of like, what is the simplest path of least resistance to get where we want to go? So, When I'm thinking about goals, I love thinking about goals. I love thinking about planning, strategic thinking, all of that stuff. I love it. But one thing I've realized, and, you know, I think about the thing I I think that happens as business owners, and if you're starting out, if you've been running a business for a while, it doesn't really matter. We as business owners, as people who are entrepreneurial, whether or not you would call yourself an entrepreneur or not, if you are entrepreneurial, if you're someone who thinks creatively, you're always thinking about the next thing, right? Does that make sense? You're always thinking about, okay, we've done this, now what's next? Like you're just, you, you kind of, we have this momentum thing of we always, it's kind of like um, Dory in Finding Nemo. We just keep swimming, just keep swimming. We, we just keep swimming. And so we're always thinking about the next thing when actually, uh, and I'm guilty of that. I'm often thinking, oh, like, what are we going to do next? Even like things of like, oh, like, what's our next holiday going to be? Where are we going to go next? What's our next house going to look like? You know, rather than just enjoying where we live currently. I think that that's kind of human nature. But I just have a few things I want to share around goal setting to help you in the new year. And the first is to get out of that, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? I actually want you to breathe and I want you to focus on celebrating your wins. If you can do this, you're going to kind of find that you you go, oh, okay, cool. I can actually go at my own pace here. I don't need to have this relentless activity happening all of the time because I don't know about you. But the end of 2021, I fell in a heap. I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so tired. Everyone that I spoke to who was in business, they had the same look in their eyes that I did, which was like, oh, my goodness, I'm tired and I need a margarita or five. So if you felt like that, I think what happened in 2020, 2021 was we were in survival mode, right? We were just like, oh, my goodness, is our business going to be all right? What's going to happen? Like no one knows what's going on in the world, right? And so I think what happened was when we're in survival mode, it's really hard for us to see clearly the wins that we have, the success that we've had. And so it means that we don't take a moment to actually go, oh my goodness, we did this. That's incredible. We, whatever your growth goal was, if you hit that or we sold X amount in December or our online store doubled, whatever those milestones are, 
it's really important that we actually take a moment to go, oh my goodness, we need to celebrate this. And there are a few reasons why I love celebrating wins. I am like, actually, when my husband and I got married, one thing I was like, this is really important to me. Um, it's really important to me that we celebrate wins. I, I'm just one of those people where I'm like, if I've done something cool, I want to go out for dinner. I want champagne. I, I'm like, we must always have champagne on hand. Like, this is just a rule of life. But I think what's really important, I love celebrating wins, firstly, because I, I really do enjoy champagne. And not that that's, you know, I'll just have champagne on a Tuesday. It doesn't, doesn't need to be celebrating anything. But I think the thing for me is we work so hard as business owners when we're growing, when we're building, when we're in startup phase, we're working really, really hard and not just on the business. We're actually doing a lot of work on ourselves. We're doing a lot of personal development. I often laugh and I'm like, does anyone else do this much like reflection on, oh my goodness, I could have done this better. I could have done this better. This part of my personality means that I don't do really great at this or I need to get better at communicating. I need to get better at whatever boundaries. Like there are so many things. So I think we do a lot of work on the business. We do a lot of work on ourselves. We do a lot of learning, a lot of growing, a lot of ugly crying. Um, (laughs) If I'm the only one, let me know. So that's why I really think celebrating wins is so important. And it can be as simple as, okay, one of my goals is that I want to get better at saying no to clients who aren't a good fit. And so what we do last year, actually, I had a client who wasn't a good fit. I said, hey, look, this isn't going to work. And it it was nothing really personal. It was just like, hey, I actually just don't think we're going to be the best fit for you. After I had that conversation, I said to my husband, okay, we need to, um, I feel really like that was a milestone for me to actually say no. So that was a big milestone. So I realized, okay, we're going to have some champagne to celebrate that. And that might seem insignificant or small to you, but for me, that was a milestone. That was something really important and something that I'd been stressing about, something that I'd never had really the confidence to do before. So when I did that, I was like, okay, that's worth celebrating. It doesn't have to be the big, shiny, oh, we doubled our revenue or we launched a course or we launched a podcast or we did something epic. It can be as small as, oh, like this client thing happened or a customer wanted a refund or something happened and I didn't freak out. Okay, I'm going to celebrate that. So it's really about actually giving ourselves a bit of credit for and recognizing this development that we are going on. And and we're doing so much growing. We're doing so much development, so much work. So it's really important that we actually take the time to celebrate. And the the other thing I, I really think about when we're celebrating wins is that the more we recognize our wins and our successes in business, the closer we get to actually finding our sweet spot, our zone of genius. So it really allows us to stay in our lane. So if we celebrate something like, hey, we actually, for us, one of our wins last year was that we stopped doing retainer work. 
we had always done retainer work. We stopped doing retainer work and we switched to this new model that was a VIP day, VIP experience. So pretty much people booked us for three days or they booked us for one day. And that completely changed our business. So, you know, it doesn't have to be like, it's just actually about finding your sweet spot as well. And then going, okay, we're going to say no to things that aren't a good fit. And that is worth celebrating, right? So the more we recognize our wins and successes, the more we recognize, okay, we actually hit that target. We hit that goal. The closer we get to finding our sweet spot and our zone of genius. And actually it allows us to stay in our lane. And the final thing when I think about celebrating wins is I really think we owe it to our team, firstly, to celebrate those wins. So when we launch our course, we're like, great, we're going out for dinner. (laughs) We're going out for dinner. We're having some drinks because this was big. This was a milestone for us. And we all did the work to, to really reach that target. It can be bonuses. It can be, hey, you know, maybe it's like a well-being day or an RDO or something like that. It's like, actually, what are we doing to let our team know, hey, we appreciate the work that you've put in. We appreciate and we see the work that you've done. That is a win. And we're going to celebrate you and we're going to celebrate together. So we actually owe it to our team to recognize success. So when we're thinking about goals, what I really want you to do is think about, okay, when we reach that goal, how are we going to celebrate it? I think it's really important to attach some sort of reward. And how this plays out for me in everyday life is on Fridays when I go to the gym, I will go for a swim straight after. I'll jump in the water. I'll go for a swim. I'll go for a swim with a friend, one of my buddies who I go to the gym with. We'll go for a swim. We'll go have brekkie or we'll go have a coffee. And that is our reward for doing the Friday class because the Friday class is hard. (laughs) So it's like we have to attach a reward to the things that are tough as well because it allows us to go, okay, cool. I am going to do this hard, annoying thing that I don't want to do maybe. And I'm going to attach something that I really love as a reward for doing that thing. Does that make sense? So actually there's something that happens in our brains and this is James Clear talks about this. There's something that happens in our brains when we do something that we don't necessarily want to do and we immediately follow it with a reward of some kind. And it could be as simple as when I send that yucky email that I don't want to send, I'm going to go and I'm just going to go get a little flat white. (laughs) Like it doesn't have to be big, but I think it's just about kind of getting our brain used to, hey, when you do this awesome thing, then you will have something to celebrate and it could be small, it could be big, it could be a holiday, it could be a bonus, it could be whatever. But I think there's something really powerful about attaching a reward to a goal. So when you're thinking about your goals, I want you to attach a win. How are you going to celebrate that win? That's the first thing I want to share with you. The second thing is we need to make our goals measurable. The big problem I see, and this I'm guilty of this myself, When we set goals, we set these lofty, big things of like, oh, we're going to do this and, you know, we're going to grow our Instagram. We're going to grow our email list. And actually what we need to do is we need to say we are going to grow our email list by 20% or we are going to grow our Instagram by 20% and then you work out a strategy to actually do that. 
But the first thing is you really need to make it measurable. You need to ask yourself, what does done look like? That's a Brené Brown thing. What does done look like? So when we're thinking about our goals, we're making them measurable, really, really clear metrics so that we know what success looks like. Then we can celebrate. Okay. So what do we like? (laughs) I kind of think when we're launching a course, this is maybe a good example. When we're launching a course, we have a, a target number of students that we want in our programs. So when we actually go, okay, this is how many students we want. Say we want 50 students or say we want 100 students. Maybe 50 is our like, hey, this is our, that's that's what we anticipate. Like we kind of need to get 50 to make this even worthwhile. <laughs> like that, I'm just making numbers up. But say it's 50 for like, this is kind of our break even. We feel good at this at this point. Then maybe it's that, okay, well, at 100, that is our crazy, big, scary goal. And if we hit that, oh, my goodness, what the heck are we going to do to celebrate that? So I think also when we have our goals, it's good to have, okay, what's our, what's our kind of achievable target? And what is our big, scary, oh, my goodness, imagine if we hit that target? Because even if you don't hit that big, scary, oh, my goodness target, at least you've got something that you're like, wow, okay, I can see that number. I can see that goal really clearly and I can see what we need to get. And so you can kind of make more, it seems more doable to make the leap even just a little bit higher than what you need to get for break even, if that makes sense. So make it measurable. Ask yourself the question, every goal that you're setting, even if it's, I want to go to the gym or I want to get fit, how many times do you want to go to the gym? Like we need to actually make it measurable. And what does done look like? That's a really, really great question. And then my final thing I want to share with you today is use strategy to take action on your big goals. So what we need to do is once we have our, we know, okay, we're going to celebrate our wins. We, we have a measurable goal. We know what our actual targets are, whether it's building your email list, whether it's growing your Instagram following, or maybe it's hiring new staff or getting new clients or products sold through your online store, whatever that is, then you want to actually use strategy to reach those goals. So it's all well and good to kind of have your goals written down and, you know, kind of do your thing and manifest them or whatever, but actually without strategy, it's hard to take action. And it kind of feels like, oh my goodness, that's such a big goal. How are we going to hit that? And when we don't have a step-by-step action plan to follow, it makes it really, really difficult. So a big thing when we're thinking about strategy, particularly if your goals are revenue related or if they are, if they're really about, okay, I want to grow our business Pretty much if you want to grow your business, I think you need to invest in sales and you need to invest in marketing. So, and and sales, it's really about, okay, what is our offer? What is the thing that's going to make people go, oh my goodness, that's awesome. I'm going to buy that. That's part of it. It's also about communication. It's about your processes. It's about, okay, how do people engage us? If you're a service provider, how do people actually inquire? Is it easy for them to inquire? Is it better if it's a phone call? Is it better if it's an email? How, how does that kind of work? We need to have a strategy for our sales. 
100% because that is the thing that drives revenue. That is the thing that actually makes people spend money with you. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing is marketing. If your goal is I want to grow my business by X amount, which I imagine is part of your goal (laughs) for the year, because if we're not growing in our business, we're actually declining. And I can see in 2022, there is so much opportunity for growth for your business. So it's really, really important that we have something measurable for our growth and then we have a strategy to achieve that growth. So when we're thinking about marketing, we're actually thinking about, okay, it's not just about Instagram. It's about Instagram. It's about email list. It's about Facebook ads. It's about how we communicate. It's actually about our tone, our brand. Like there's this holistic strategy that needs to be in place in order for you to reach those goals. But there's no point in having a strategy if you don't have specific measurable goals. Okay. So you can kind of see how all of these things, they link in together. The strategy is the action piece in this whole puzzle. Okay. So if you're, fo- if you're focusing, I just want to recap this. If you're focusing on growth, if you're focusing on revenue, if you're focusing on, I want more clients, I want to charge more. I want to actually kind of step out of the technician mode and hire people. That means you need to get more revenue. That means you need to get more clients in order to hire someone. So what you need to focus on are the revenue drivers in your business, which is sales and marketing. So you need a strategy for those things. Marketing is about attracting people to you and like actually getting them into your ecosystem and sales is about converting them. And the two, they're like best friends. They're like Rachel and Monica from Friends. They are their besties. So the two of those are really, really important strategies that you need to have in place if your goals are growth related. Okay. So to recap, 2022, big goals. The first thing is I want you to celebrate your wins. I want you to make a little promise to yourself, hey, I'm going to celebrate my wins, whether they're big, whether they're small, whether they seem insignificant. You know, one of my wins last year was I didn't have as many breakdowns. (laughs) So it can be whatever. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be a big win like, oh, I did a $100,000 launch or whatever. It doesn't have to be like that. But it's about actually recognizing these milestones that we have in our business. So celebrating your wins, making your goals measurable, asking yourself the question, what does done look like? And then finally, use strategy to take action on your big goals and focus in on sales and marketing if your goals are growth related. Okay. So I hope that you feel excited. I hope that you feel refreshed after taking a bit of a break. I hope that you have had some time to rest because remember, as creatives, we actually need time to sit around and do nothing. So it's really important that you do that. So if you're still on holidays, oh my goodness, take a breath, relax. If you're back into it, if you're kind of like me, you're easing back into it, then I encourage you to spend some time 
just dreaming and thinking about your goals for this year. And if you want to share your goals with me, then please head on over to my Instagram and send me a DM. I would love to hear your goals. Just uh, message me at lalasocialclub.co. I'd love to hear your big scary goals and how you're going to action them. Now, if you loved this episode, please share it with a friend and don't forget to subscribe. If you want to really get some business insights every single week this year, then hit subscribe so that we can make sure that you never miss an episode. All right, we will be back here same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, happy goal setting. Go get them. Hold up. 